All right. Well, I'm excited to be here this morning. We, uh, we've got a lot going on, man. I'll tell you what, the enemy has been fighting like crazy. Uh, the Mr. America that is going to be up here first, he was literally 10 minutes ago on the side of I-35, car broken down. And so uh, he was like, I can't get there. I'm like, you're, you're going to get here. <laughs> so Brad went flying out there and, and uh, managed to jump the median. I don't know if it was legal or not. We just prayed and, you know, we're going on our way. So... Anyway, I, uh, I just wanted to let y'all know I feel very fat today. Um, I, uh, uh, dealing with Mr. America 2013 has been an amazing adventure. Um, he is incredible. Uh, he has been fun for the last three or four days. And I've been, we've been going out to eat for every meal. And it's very hard because there's things on the menu you want to eat, you know what I mean? But Mr. America is sitting across the table from you and he's just staring at you, you know, like, what are you going to do? And the first time we went out to eat together, I, I grabbed a hamburger. I mean, that's what you do, right? And then later in the day, he's like, you know, that, that was 1600 calories. And I was like, yeah, and it was worth every second too. It was great. So, uh, you know, but uh, he's, he's an incredible man. But the one I want to introduce to you, I, I've not known as long, but I, I've got several phone conversations with him. He flew in, and uh, he is one to be here with you guys. I'm absolutely ecstatic, and we'll get to talk to him and interview him. Will you give it up for 2012 overall Mr. America, Dan White? But just why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and just a quick synopsis of how you got to be Mr. America. Um, quick synopsis? Well, Quick. Very quick. Okay. Let's, um, let me do my best with that. Um, so from a very young age, I, I was heavily involved in athletics. Um, my, you know, I came from a traditional family. My, my, my parents were, you know, they're married for... 40 years, and uh, mom was a teacher, dad was a businessman. But at a very young age, seven, eight, nine years old, um, I just had this competitive spirit in me where it was just, I was just born with it, blessed with it, and there was no such thing as second, second place. It was, it was first or nothing. And later on in life, I found that that to be a hard lesson to learn because those other placings can be stepping stones to getting to that first place. And, and the thing is, is that I didn't realize that until, until something called self-pity, okay? So failure, self-pity. Self-pity is basically, pity is in the Bible, but self, Pity is not. And basically what it is, it's just an arrogant form of you feeling bad for yourself. And it's, 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 it actually can destroy your life. I mean, it's, um, it's something that I didn't, I didn't realize it until... Um, my father passed away, and he wrote, he wrote down three things for me to remember. The number one thing that he wrote was, pity is your failure. And what he meant by that is he meant 
Um, because, uh, well, going back to the, rewinding a little bit, um, I played football. I was state player of the year in high school. Went to the University of Nebraska at the time, number one team in the nation. One of the top running backs in the country. Um, and by the time I got to college, I already had five surgeries. I had four knee surgeries and then I think one on my ankle. So I was blessed just to get there to, to the University of Nebraska, just to get a full scholarship, being the best team in the nation. But um, things transpired where I couldn't stay healthy. And I ended up having, I think, yeah, I think I'm coming right, 11. By the time I was 22 I, and, and done, I, was, I had 11 surgeries by the time I was 22. Um, all, and, and these surgeries are all put under and, and um, yeah, and I, I, but I just kept fighting. I, I, I didn't want to give up. Um, I gave it all I could. And I, and I did it, I did it for really for my dad. I did it for him because my number one goal was to, was to, to make him happy because that made me happy. And um, so when I couldn't fulfill that goal of uh, reaching the NFL, like everybody had put on me, and even myself, I'd put that on me. I was, I'd be the first one to, to say I, I, that uh, that was the goal. And, and if I didn't make it, it would be a, it would be a huge, uh, it, it, I felt like it was a disgrace to my, to my, to my dad and my family and, and my, the city I grew up in. And, uh, but specifically with my dad. So for two, three, four years, I couldn't get over that. I just, I pushed people, I pushed people away. Um, and, and basically it was just me being selfish. Me being, me having an excuse to look for, look for people to feel sorry for me. Um, and, you know, that's a, that's a confession, but back then, 12, 13 years ago, that, that, was, I, that wasn't even a thought. But, um, so that, that, and then that, that really, really made me grow as a, as a, as a person inside. Because once I, once I realized that and started working on that, um, it was only a matter of time before it was gonna creep up on me again. Because the devil is destined to do that. And he's, he's gonna throw everybody tests. Even, even people that you may think have, have the perfect life, everything's going great, um, but it's not. Um, so, uh, you know, I was tested again in 2009 when my, when my dad did pass away. It was just me and my brother, and I was about 28 at the time, I was 28 at the time, yeah, my brother was, younger brother was 24. The thing was is that the morning after his funeral, my mom passed away. And it was a good Friday. And 
So I look at, you know, it's just, again, it's just me and my brother. I look at him, kind of like, just sitting here with me and Pastor Dan. I go, I go, well, what do we do now? <laughs> what do we do now? Um, and we're just in disbelief. It's, it, was, it was obviously tragic, but again, adversity. So I could have, I could have felt pity. I mean, there's, I felt bad, obviously, and there was a lot of other mixed feelings, but it wasn't self-pity. But it was, there was tools that I learned in overcoming that self-pity earlier on that helped me get through that particular um, incident. So, um, so, so then here we are with this bodybuilding thing. Like uh, when I was playing football, some 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 of my friends, players, they'd say, you know, you should you should maybe bodybuilding if football doesn't work out. And I'm thinking to myself, what do you mean if football doesn't work out? It's gonna work out. I'm going to the NFL just like you are. It, but I, I didn't say that, but that's, that's the mindset I had. Um, so, so, so bodybuilding came about, and it, it gave me, a, it gave me a, um, an outlet to compete. And that's, that's what I, I, I needed. I just needed to compete, not for anybody else, um, well, maybe my dad a little bit, but I wanted to finish something that I started. And I started bodybuilding, I think, in 2003, 2000, yeah, 2003. I was flying to Las Vegas with a friend that was competing, and I was just going there to, to uh, watch him. And um, it, was, it was called the Muscle Mania World Championships. Yeah, I've, I've been there. I, yeah. I competed once. I thought you were. I thought. I thought I saw you there. Yeah. yeah. It was just once, though. Cause yeah, yeah. <laughs> John, you remember him there too? Were you there? Everybody was there. You can't forget the speedo. I just... So, I didn't forget the speedo. So, <laughs> as as I'm eating as I'm eating some cookies. Yeah. I said, uh, I think I'm gonna compete. In the amateur class, so I got there and I I, I competed in the amateur class and had some trunks. My friend had a pair of extra ones; they fit. <laughs> so I, if they had not fit, I probably wouldn't have competed. To be honest, you can't you can't do that. But um, I got seventh place. It was the amateur world championships. I didn't I didn't do any dieting, didn't do anything. I just uh, I was just working out, just trying to stay healthy, and just got up on stage and. Um, Try my best to hit some poses and not not embarrass myself, uh, but no one really noticed because there's so many other incredible um, com competitors that were in shape. So I could just you know just kind of step in the background and and watch them while I was competing, I guess. Um, but so that started it. Seventh place, definitely not acceptable, but. Um, I wasn't that discouraged because I was. I just had decided to do it while I went there, on the on the flight there. And my friend got fifteenth, and he actually. And he, I I I was more concerned about what he was going to do to me because he's an ex Navy SEAL, than 
than my placing. I was really concerned about that, so I kept my distance the whole time. Yeah, I remember that. Wow. I think I got my own room. Because we, we originally had shared one, and then I think, yeah, I think I got, I think I got my own room then after that. It's just, uh, so there'd be no animosity. Um, but long story short, we fast forward a little bit, 2005 World Championships, a little bit more serious, um, New York City, uh, and uh, MuscleTech Muscle was the company that was, ho that was sponsoring it. Um, there was, I was in the heavyweight class and I got, I got second, second, second place. And uh, my, that's my, not a bad thing. That's second. <laughs> well, hold on a sec. It is when your girlfriend at the time comes up to you and says, you got second? <laughs> second? That's when you dump her. Like, I, I already know second isn't acceptable. That's what I'm thinking. And then she just kind of like, you know, just slapped it on me like second. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so we didn't stay together that much longer after that. Yeah, that's a good, um, that's I didn't prophetic. think it was healthy, but, um, so at, right after that, I needed some time off. I took six years off. John, John can relate. He, he took some time off. I, I believe it was, I think he took a little bit even longer off. And sometimes you just need to. You need to clear your head. You need to work on some, some, some things um, in terms of your physique. Some things need to be caught up. A lot of it's about symmetry. It's, it's, a, it's an art form. It's, it's, uh, you, and you got to put on the best piece. You got to get on stage and present the best piece of art that you can, you can, you can possibly show. Um, so then um, I did one show, turned professional, won the overall. And then just uh, saw this Mr. America thing. And um, after 25, 26 years of it, not, um, not them being able to fund it uh, or promote it, they, they started doing that again. And um, that's, where I met, uh, that's where I met John Hart. And I went now, into- did you did you beat John Hart? Um, well, yeah. yeah, be careful. That's a bad question. It, it, he it was, won his class. John Hart won his I, class. He, he won, yeah, he won his class, but it's very close. It was a four to three decision. And the, per, the individual that... Not for that, his class, but for the overall. It yeah, was yeah, the, the overall. It was, it was a four to three decision. But the thing, that, the thing was is that... I don't want to get too serious here now, but... When there was one guy that I was worried about, like, and I, and, and the friend that was with me, I, 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 I looked over at her and I said, and I just kind of whispered, because you don't want anyone to hear you. You don't want, you don't want anyone to hear you that, you, you know, that, uh, that, um, you know, you think this guy m might, uh, could possibly beat you. So you were checking out guys. Is that what I understand? I was... Truthfully, yes. In the sense of, of what could be referenced the other way, no. 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 Um, but I said, wow, look at his quads. His quads are, I don't know. I don't know if I have this because his, his, his uh, yeah, his quads were just incredible. 
And but but I I, I noticed I, I I had I felt this feeling though that not just not just about aside from the the uh, competing and all that there's an aura about him that I felt that there was something special about him because how he held himself because certain people that are that have um, certain qualities great qualities rare qualities um, they have this aura about them. And usually people that can see that are share some of the same type of qualities. And I just knew, I knew there was something different about him. And, and, and after the competition was done, I, I, I looked him up. I wanted, I'm like, who, who is this guy? Because he's, he, he was, he was, uh, he wasn't the, the, the average bodybuilder is, and I'm a bodybuilder, so I can say this. They they they're they're usually going to be um, not like not like John. They're going to be more arrogant. They're going to be um, uh, just a little narrow-minded, not 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 so open-minded, not so friendly, not not friendly, but not genuinely friendly. And that's huge. Um, so when, when, um, so over the years then, so for like three or four years, I started, I started, um, I started following John, and I, and then I found out he was a strong Christian. He and I watched, I watched some of his speeches on stage, and I was like, wow, because because the reason why I was inspired by this is because I wanted to. Um, I was thinking about getting into motivational speaking. Um, I didn't, it, at the time, um, Christianity, uh, I was spiritual. I've, I've, I believed in God. I, I always have. Um, and my spiritual growth is increasing. I need to work on it every day, and I do. I think everybody does. But the goal was to be a motivational type of speaker. And... He was doing that really well, but he was doing it also with bringing Christianity into the picture, which is really, really special. And I think, I think that you guys are really lucky. I'm lucky, Pastor Dan's lucky to have John here today because, you know, not only is he um, the 2013 Mr. America, but I know personally that uh, he's he's a great family man, great father to his kids, and he's a he's a strong strong Christian. And you just you don't. And of all the athletes that I've been around, I've been around my my ex roommate. He won the Heisman Trophy. I was uh, teammates of Amon Green, who who's yeah he's the Green Bay Packers all time leading rusher. And in terms of character, John's going to rank right up at the top. That's awesome. So, well, I'm planning on introducing him. So, thanks a lot, man. You took yeah. out of all my stuff. I have one more question, and we're we're over time. But I sure. promised you I'd ask this question. Uh-huh. And uh, um, my question is: Did you get into the bodybuilding because you wanted to wear a speedo? Definitely not. No, that. <laughs> now that. So bodybuilding and football, 
little different. Little different. Just a scotch. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. And um man, I'm telling you, I don't even like taking pictures. Yeah. Okay. So so let me just tell you, I'll make this short. I'll make this short. Okay. Real short. So they have they have they have they have something called the presentation. So you get judged in bodybuilding by symmetry, muscularity, conditioning, and presentation, right? Your presentation is how well you present your your physique in that speedo. I'm, 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 I'm hitting dead last in that, in that, in that category, okay? That, that's how much I liked it. So, no, I did not enjoy it, and um, that, was the, that was the least enjoyable part of it. You just got to block it out, though. <laughs> I, I, I blur it out. Anyway, yeah, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Dan White. Give it up for Dan White. Thank you. Thank you very much.